0: It's, it was waiting it's like
1: it he's on the game tonight oh couch bot
0: did, uh, did he get an upgrade or something I was just gonna say how about that old night bot getting that upgrade
1: I heard they originally added some more
0: hops I heard he had some of <laughs> those fake ram chips
2: <laughs> installed <Delicious.
0: laughs> it's my <That's> favorite my... <laughs> flavor of Doritos new fake ram chips from Frito Lays <laughs> well no it's gotta be a flavor blast of some kind it can't just yeah. be Flavor blast with cool ranch and buffalo wild wings sauce. (laughs) Mm, I love it. Yeah,
2: I just, uh, I just tried. Mountain Dew has a new flavor out there. I thought Mountain Dew was melon. Oh. It actually wasn't terrible. I mean, not an edition, watermelon. But I mean, just
0: a one-off. Try it. Like, oh yeah, it tastes like a watermelon. Smythe. I don't understand because Mountain Dew is one flavor. You know what I mean? Like, Mountain Dew is Mountain Dew. You, if you add anything oh. else to it, it becomes something else. Mm, you know what no, I mean? No, Code, Code Red was. Uh, I'm a fan. Well, yeah, but that's like fruit punch, basically. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It is cola. You can I mean, have cherry cola, with extra with extra sugar and extra caffeine. <laughs> That's why I love it. <laughs> I'm all the extra. The ex- it's all those extras. <laughs> you get so many extras for the same price. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, we've got twelve seconds. Yeah, all right. Oh,
1: it's over already.
0: I mean, we can keep going. This is just going to be the show, let's face it. Yeah, I mean,
1: let's face it. Stop.
0: We haven't done that Uh, yet. Open up. Open up.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh. Welcome back to another episode of What the Fluxibos number 343. I am Jason Lacey. That guy across from me, you know who it is. It's Lucas Rose.
0: Hello, everybody. I was really hoping you were going to like pull a fast one on me and say the guest first. And I'm like,
1: no, you got to do that. It's the podcast meta. You got to like. Nobody knows he's here, so we're gonna talk like there's nobody else here for a good two, three minutes. And then we're like, oh, but look, it's Michael but McDonald!" Wait, what are we doing? Wait. We have a we have a guest. <laughs> you didn't know it. That's the that's the podcast meta. Hopefully Pumped. everyone can hear me tonight at the start of the show without having a twitch chat to tell me. <laughs> and yeah, the cat's out of the bag. Good friend of the show, Mr. Mike McDonald from myth Media. Hey. Everybody. He's here.
2: Hi, Mike. It's good to be making my uh, video debut. Ooh, Ooh. this is uh,
1: third third time on the show, I believe.
2: Yeah, I I think that I was on the show a couple times, and then back when Lucas did Netflixation as its oh, own. That's right. button, what is that? Right. Oh. Uh, we did that together as well.
1: When we're like, oh, Fluxposed, we're just going to be our own network. And we're going to have all these shows now. And then and we're <laughs> just going to produce them ourselves.
0: <laughs> I have a better idea. Let's have babies. Let's do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, millions of babies. <laughs>
1: uh, it, I mean. Babies killed battle the beer. I mean, I beat around the bush, but let's face it. I blame Isaac. Oh, Whoa,
0: he was the firstborn. I and i, I went mean, downhill i feel like the writing was on the wall uh
2: so to speak in some ways uh but yeah
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait can we just blame chad that's usually that's yeah, usually the reason we yeah i was gonna
0: say this is almost a battle of the beer reunion because yeah. we're all done home and they're like yeah.
1: oh chad's, chad's moving out west we're all done now Back i actually
2: up, wanted to grab some beers and like hand deliver them to you guys so we could do a live battle of the beer.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> but my bank account's not
1: doing well right now. So I I'm doing it. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. So for, yeah. for, for people that don't, may not know, Michael was the, the man and the man behind the scenes in Battle of the Beer. He, he directed us to glory and operated many the camera, many a sound system, many a things. He had his hands yeah, in everything. Very versatile on the I,
2: I would be the sounding board to bounce Lucas's uh writing off of so that uh, we could, they, it could go through several iterations <laughs> that we laughed at how stupid it was before arriving at something <laughs> that works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true it's true
1: yeah that happened
0: there were there no. were lots of uh changes on set to the script you would think having a month between shows we would just have it nailed down before we showed up but instead we'd well, get there and well, let's face it there's a month between shows but we were still writing it an hour before
2: right as we it's do like with we everything on it for
0: a month
1: <laughs> uh we totally improvised every episode you guys i'd hate for anyone to think genius
0: that we worked for anything on a month for a month and then brought it to you guys. Yeah. I mean, no, for no. a month on anything.
1: The mind. best moments though are like when Lucas broke the glass. Oh when god, yeah, apart. I forgot
0: about that. And, and yeah. the wax when
1: you couldn't open the wax seal. I I, mean, did, I watched. Some
0: of the... I watched that recently because somebody was like, "This this video came up on my uh, uh, YouTube Seth. suggestion." Yeah, it was yeah, Seth, it was okay. Seth uh, and he was, and I was like, "Oh god, those are memories." And I knew it was an older one because we looked completely different. So I watched it and I forgot it sealed like a like a king's note because it had the wax seal. On it. I'm just like, still got it, still got it. <laughs>
1: or you did have it and uh, i lost it uh, yeah, yeah never yeah, had it that, that ranks up there i'll take that good
0: times yeah those were good days
2: i that was man some of the most fun i've had uh doing video stuff was working on battle of the beer with you guys uh when we always could actually be in the
1: same room with oh god yeah that now that we, we don't have, live with we'd have to yeah.
0: have little holes in our masks so we could drink the beer <laughs>
2: <laughs> through a straw. Yeah. I don't think I could handle uh, going back into the sweat box again. (laughs) Hey, all I know is... After a couple of those beers, the lights got pretty hot.
0: (laughs) That is true. Pretty sweaty down there. It's the most fun I've had drinking beer in someone's basement for four hours.
1: I mean, that was the that was the best part about it. It Was always that was the, was the the camaraderie, but that was the selling point. I was like, well, uh, see, honey, I'm gonna go uh, make a video and not drink beer for six hours. So I'll yeah, see you I'm, later. Gonna, yeah.
0: I'm gonna go day, day drinking for fun. Yeah, and <laughs> come back completely wasted. <laughs> We're about to hit it big on the YouTube circuit.
1: I mean, let's face oh, little it. Little
2: little. I still maintain that of the beer shows that are on YouTube. I, Production yes, value, yes. scripting—ours is the best. I've watched many of them, and none of them
1: are as good. I, and I think that's the, what's so upsetting because I know—I mean, because we know we had it. We know, yeah, yeah, uh, right there with you.
2: Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Uh,
1: sons of bitches.
2: Yeah. Well, it could—they can, well, no. can't all go
0: 350 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that's true god we are coming up to 350
2: yeah i know i'm always I'm, I'm impressed be done. by your your episode count like i i'm at 105 on my podcast nice and uh you know i'm planning like a 10 episode season and yeah you guys don't yeah. do seasons don't <laughs> you're just like we just show every you. week that we can do it we do it <laughs>
1: At Pretty least much. for this show, our other other content pieces that we're hosted to not so not so uh, on the nose, but yeah, yeah, you know, means this remains our is one, one content. That
2: I care the most about personally. It's the one where you get to hear the personal side of Lucas and Jason, as opposed to the what you're vidya gaming.
1: Yeah,
0: that's yeah, true. There's, I mean, we've talked about it before. There's plenty of podcasts out there you can hear about people playing video games and
1: yeah let's face it. Nobody wants to hear us talk about the same shit that we played for Gamer, that we've, that we've done, you know, over and over. <laughs> I mean, every, I think, if, I think everyone in the, at least in the circles that we've been a part of, you know, you got to be on the bleeding edge and be an early adopter and be the day oneer and you know want to talk about all the new stuff. And it's like, that's eh, just not who we are anymore. You know? Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I understand the boat you're in. I feel like I've always been that guy. I've never been a person who is chasing trends. And, you know, even like True Myth Media, my podcast is like hardly ever talk about the movies that are actually coming out right now. I was actually laughing because I've uh, with quarantine right back in uh, like last March, uh, Katie and I got a Nintendo Switch so that we'd have something to do. Oh, yeah I forgot about and that. All of it. and all the so I started playing like Zelda Breath of the Wild like for the first time in like two years three years after it came out and I'm like oh man this would be gold flux to pose content <laughs>
0: <laughs> it an was. old man
2: playing a video game everyone's done with
0: <laughs> I mean that's pretty much what we're known for in our circles is like oh I mean like when we do our flux to plays we pick old games we don't pick new games we just yeah. play games that came out 10 years ago and as somebody who plays games on their computer it makes you feel real good because you're like I I can still run games just don't play anything that came out two years ago' yeah, I mean, be all, fine but they're yeah. all point and click adventures what <laughs>
1: that, meme, that meme is like I just bought a rtX 3080 I can run half-life at 3,000 frames per second now or, yeah exactly you know, <laughs> I mean look at it. look what I've played since I've put this new rig together mostly old stuff I mean it's just just what it is it's like this is the way <gasps> Yeah, see if I, I can run uh, Half-Life 2 on max settings now.
2: Yeah, I actually bought Hyrule Warriors within, I think, a week or two of it coming out. Wow. Uh, for the fir- That's like the earliest I've bought a video game in forever because I was just, it coincided with me kind of finishing up with Breath of the Wild. So yeah. I was just like, oh, I'll just keep playing more Zelda. <laughs> and Christmas is here early.
1: There you go. Never I it, Zelda. I want I want to play that one, but I just don't know when I'm going to. Make the jump into that.
2: Have you played a Dynasty Warriors game before?
1: I played... My first one was um, the original Hyrule Warriors. So I I played that on Wii U, but then I own it for the Switch. So, yeah, I'm familiar with the mechanics and everything. It's just... you got. I think you got to be in the right place in the right mood to... Especially that game, like, once it, like, opens up and it's just like, here's all these missions you can do. Look at this map. There's icons everywhere. (laughs) Yep.
2: Well, I... I, I played Dynasty Warriors 4 I think for the PS2 I think that would have been um, back before I took a 10-15 year hiatus from gaming but my brother and I loved that game so when I hyrule warriors the first one came out i was like oh man i don't have a Wii, and uh oh, that sucks it's the first time i'm kind of i
1: mean of been you're not in a bad boat to be in to when you it. say that statement i mean yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah uh playing hyrule warriors has been awesome it's like a you know getting to play zelda like the same zelda characters and everything but also get to play in that dynasty warrior style where you you know you just it's so cool to come over a hill, see 50 bad guys beating up on somebody and you just walk in, wade into them like they're nothing and wipe the floor with them. It's so fun feeling like you're, <clears throat> you know, a God on a fantasy battle map. It's great.
1: Are you interested in, um, Super Mario 3d world at all? Uh
2: <sighs> I, I've been going back and forth on that one. Um, I, i love mario <laughs> because uh i had an snes and super mario world and you know that was like one of the few games we had so i played it to death but i'm actually not great at mario games uh so like mario 64 never beaten it mario sunshine uh you know i have played like probably half the maps um and I haven't even opened uh, galaxy, even though I'm pretty sure that's the one I would like the best. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about them. They just don't have uh, like a staying power with me that other games do for some reason. Sure. But I'm sure I'll end up playing some of it and, you know, bouncing around it. Some.
1: Cause my challenge would be that you, myself and Lucas have to play multiplayer. Oh God. Time. Yeah. I
2: forgot about that. <laughs> multiplayer. How <sighs> Multiplayer. So like would all, I haven't seen a lot of I haven't watched a lot of the videos about Super Mario World or Super Mario 3D. But Bowser's Fury, is that the one that's coming up yeah, or something? Yeah, it's like an so, that's like the ad so was
1: originally released. It was originally released on the Wii U and then they, and they're pointing to the switch. And then this gotcha. Bowser Fury's uh, content, I think, is an extra three to six hours of. OK, Something. so then there, so.
2: if if with the multiplayer, are would we be all on screen together or? Yeah. It's like multiplayer in the old days was you like, like, all right, right, watch my brother play and then I play as Luigi. <laughs> yeah, back and you forth.
1: Like I've never played it, but you can like I mean you can obviously you can you can grieve each other, but you can like go through a cooperative <laughs> well, too, that's But you kinda
2: mostly what we want to do, right? Yeah, right. It, I, <laughs> think, each other. I
1: remember right, you can kind of like race, it's kinda of like a race to who can get to the flag first at the end of the level yeah there's not like, so a, like not so much like um super mario maker multiplayer but
2: there's um, that sounds like it could be fun. like I, if it's a race like uh what is that that game speed runners or uh, yeah uh, you know,
0: something like that would be fun fall i think guys i think that oh god <laughs> i think there's a couple of different modes where you can just play co- cooperatively with no competitiveness to it at all and then add little modifiers that i, I don't think you score.
1: i think if you like fall off the map you like Go into a little bubble. What what if they did a
2: What if they did a Mario battle mode, like in Mario Kart, but like you got you could get things like the the Fire Flower and you know run around and shoot at each other. (laughs) That would be be amazing.
0: (laughs) We can't have Mario kicking other people's butts. He's a good guy. (laughs) He literally has a kick attack, though. It's true.
1: Um, I, I, I'm not going to go intro with all the, the standard things that we usually say at the top of the show. And I'm going to give Mike a, a second here too, to kind of talk about his show. But I, I do want to uh, touch on that, you know, good friend of the show, Tom Servo lost a family member um, recently. And there is a, um, in a lieu of, you know, this, of flowers type of, uh, type of thing for morning, there is a ever loved page, um, taking donations for the family to help the, his, his spouse, there's surviving spouse and, and children relocate. And I will have that posted in the show notes as well as still on, on my social media channels and, and um, the Flexible's discord as well, not to bring down the moon here, but you know, Tom's been a great member of our community has always supported our show. So it's the little, one of the, you know, one of the things I can do to help support his, him and his family in uh, their unfortunate time that they're going through. So, uh, look for details of that in the show notes and now we're going to talk to Blake. No, I mean, I,
2: it, <laughs> no, I feel, I feel bad for him. Like bad. I've never really talked to him, but I feel like I know him from the show. I, you guys always referencing him or seeing him on the discord. Talking yeah, he's always on the discord. Chat, he's in the
1: live chat a lot of the time. He does, he's, If you mention a watch along, he'll be there. Um, <laughs> so he's been, been a great guy to, to get in over the years. So we definitely want to try to help him in any way that we can. So, cause he's helped us. So yeah.
0: he still won't send me nudes though, that. so
1: um, you know, you you stopped sending all the, the ring fat fics, so he just checked <laughs> that's out. true. That's and now true. you're not a older woman with surprisingly uh so say, um, watchful yes, yeah, supple bosoms, Lucas. So you're not really in his eye. You're not in his eye anymore. I'm in the wrong <laughs>
0: demographic. I can't help that. What am I supposed to do? Change myself just to oh, attract okay. one man?
2: it's heartbreaking that he broke up with you pleading with you to eat 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 <laughs> he was His really ass? excited when you said you were going to start baking
0: he thought you'd gain it back well sorry uh, i mean i can't change myself now i'm too old <laughs> i am what i am and that's all that i am
1: oh, okay. oh boy ah jeez. Michael, this I'm gonna give I'm gonna pass the floor to you. This is the chance to sell sell everyone listens to Flexpose that may not know you as a content creator, might just know you as Token Mike that we talk about on the Still show Mike, once yeah. in a while.
2: Oh, they they might just know me as a uh, this guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, uh I I would do a podcast called True Myth Media. Um it actually True Myth Media has been through a long journey. Uh, yes. Originally, Lucas and I uh, were doing uh, like YouTube videos for people, uh, like uh, Pause with a Cause, doing little advertisements. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I um, forgot
1: about that. Little short
2: docs about their customers and stuff. Which honestly, are some of my favorite projects we we did. But um, yeah, then we went into wedding videography, and eventually, as I kind of figured out what it is I have a passion for uh started a podcast just to talk about movies with uh mostly my friend seth uh who is a co-host for uh, about a year and a half uh now he's parted ways and is doing his own thing and uh i've kind of rebranded it as since the quarantine and COVID and having to do uh you know can't have people over to my basement to you know have a conversation uh, just kind of touch and base with my movie friends, uh, film professors, people I went to film school with or met on film other film projects and uh, talk about movies with them. Some of them, it's just like, uh, hey, what you been watching and catching up because that those are the people that I learn about new movies from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some of them are more philosophical. Like I had my friend Chris on the last episode where we talked about, Um, how the people that we watch movies with affects our enjoyment of them and how we might use that to help us become better film watchers Uh, so that's like a bit more high-minded of a philosophical conversation and then other times we just both of us watch a movie and then we talk about that movie for an hour you know okay Um, it's it's definitely evolved and today I feel like it's actually closer to flux to pose in some
1: ways than it used to be because that's what no one has ever set out to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I I do think it's because in some ways and this is why we got along so well with Battle of the Beer. We have similar mentalities towards our projects. We Yeah, we love movies, we love video games, we like podcasting. But what we really love is hanging out and goofing around and talking to our friends. Right? So yeah. like that's kind of when I changed the um, like the moniker of true myth media to being true myth media, a conversational cinema community. Um, You know, nice. It's yeah. Like all it is, is me talking to people about movies, uh, talking to people that I think are interesting. Um, And those happen to be most
0: of my friends. I think those conversational, uh, platforms usually to me anyway, do better unless it's like some kind of, uh, informational thing that I'm trying to learn about. Cause then it just feels way more natural than like, a. I think that's something that we kind of hit on in the hundreds of ep- like, once we got to a hundred episodes, it's like, okay, we don't really need to maintain this strict regimen of of like, this is what we have on the show document, so we got to go boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, and hit yeah, everything. Yeah,
1: those were the days, weren't they?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it makes you feel like you're in control of something, but when you let that go, then you realize you don't need to control it, you just need to be present in it. And... You just need to ride the wave, man. Yeah, like... man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always a little
2: weird when I have uh, somebody new on the show because they are always like, so, uh, you know, is there like an outline? What do you want to talk about? And I'm, like, and I'm always just like. No, nah, just hop on and we'll start talking. And whenever I feel like the conversation started, that's where I'll intro. it. They're <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> no, "Oh, great! Like, one of yeah. these podcasts. What are, what are we? What are we going to talk about?" I'm like, "I don't know. We're going to have a conversation. Like, <laughs> like, conversations don't have agendas all the time. You know, I, mean, I don't know I how to check. do
0: that."
1: Yeah, exactly. And there's definitely like some shows that'll benefit from having that more that curated, like guided you know, experience, but I think yeah. when you can let things just kind of de- develop and flow organically, I think you're going to have more authentic, you know, it's, experience. Because it's of just that. the
2: style that works for me. Um, you know, when I try and script them out, everything, I'm not good enough actor to make that sound real. You know, like if I script it out, it sounds like I'm reading. And Damn. who wants to listen to a podcast of me reading? other than maybe my mother
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you do audiobooks
1: (laughs) tom servo you know he's he's in the audiobook business he might be able to get you you a gig
2: gig, as it were (laughs) well (laughs) yeah i don't know it just never that just never worked for me as well so now i'm kind of trying to lean into it and own it for what it is and You got to see where the journey takes you.
1: An HBO Max focused uh, podcast.
2: Well, it is actually kind of funny that you say that. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, it's it's because what we talk about tends to be is what we're watching, right? So if I happen to be on a streak with HBO Max, where I, you know, that's just what is open on my on my tv so that's what i tend to click on it does feel a little bit like it becomes the hbo max (laughs) (laughs) or netflix or whatever like uh although i don't do much netflix anymore netflix
0: is
1: yeah uh, i mean
0: Speaking of which, Flex 2 Pose is brought to you by Humble Bundle. Go to humblebundle.com. Remember, we used to talk about
1: Humble Bundle. Yeah. yeah are, you, do you still, are you still subscribed? Or are you done? Uh, I
0: am. I found out you can pause your subscription. So I almost canceled and then I decided I mean, to pause it's, instead.
1: With the advent of Game Pass and the what that gives you on at least PC, I mean,
0: do you really then, need it? How,
1: yeah. I mean, how, and also, like, I feel bad. Like, you don't really need to buy indies anymore. Because Game Pass, almost so many come to Game Pass day and day. I mean,
0: really, yeah, but it's like
1: true. I was here, I'd Throw you know a shout out to Sean. Like not that we never do that on the show, but I was listening to. I think it was last week. Yeah, it was last week's episode of We the Gamer He had, cast, he had Chris Johnson from Player One podcast, and he was talking about how you know he doesn't buy Indies anymore, and he loves supporting Indies, but he doesn't buy Indies hardly because everything comes to Game Pass. So then he'll play it there but then if you really like something then it'll dip and probably get in on the switch because he likes playing them with on that that mobile form factor but then at least mm-hmm. you know you're throwing support to the developers by actually you know purchasing well, said game but yeah, yeah we
2: always gave we always gave seth a hard time on my show because he um he still torrents movies and oh mm. um, wow no. like for those of us in the movie, biz, or interesting. Pretend, I'm, pretend I'm we interesting. Are. <laughs> uh, that's a real no, no.
1: What is, what's like the quick synopsis actually, on I his thought process for that? I'm just curious talk
2: to him about it. I don't have as much of a problem with it as I used to, because I don't know anyone who buys as many DVDs as him or Blu-rays,
1: okay. Okay.
2: you know, like that's kind of how he justifies it. And in in a way I kind of understand he's, he looks at it as I'm trying to educate myself because I'm planning on buying, you know, a hundred Blu-rays this year. And I want to make sure I'm buying the ones that I care about. I want to make make sure that money is going to people who are really making good movies. And I don't know that till I've seen it. And I don't know. I kind of get that. Uh, it's not personally the way that I operate, but I have a lot less problem with it than
1: I used to. Does, does Johnny Knoxville have something new coming out that you're going to, you're going to jump on there?
2: <laughs> what? Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> Why him? Just because it's just... <laughs> it's just funny because like I saw that Action Park movie or whatever.
0: I think it's because back he doesn't back make back good back movies.
2: Rent things for free. I would never pay for that. I was
1: just, I think it popped in my head because remember when he he was in? Um, remember when we watched? Was that what we still did Netflixation? We did? When we watched Polar. Yeah, and he's in that. Yeah, and he I he dies so. In like the the in, the beginning of that movie. Oh really? With no, I think he died. Way.
0: No, I think he dies towards the end, doesn't he? I can't no, maybe remember. maybe it is the beginning. He gets,
1: he gets shot there at the pool. Yeah, he does. Actually, he does. I actually Spoilers. really
0: like that.
2: Um, the one movie he did, the the one where he plays the old grandpa character.
1: It's bad not grandpa, grandpa. Isn't that what dirty it is Dirty grandpa, I think bad I think grandpa. Think or something like I that. If like you like, you think it's not that because, like, Bad Santa. I think. Well, well and I there's that De Niro, De Niro because... one. Yes, the De Niro one is the one that mm. I get tripped
2: up with because there's one where he plays like a, a bad grandpa or we something. Need, we need Raul. Raul! Yeah. <laughs> Look that up.
0: Bad Grandpa thought, is the one. I that, yeah, I thought that movie was really funny, actually. <laughs> I watched that one. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was pretty good, especially because, like, it sort of takes the idea of jackass, but elevates it a little bit to give you more of a story and not just like, here's a bunch of stunts. But here are some stunts. Yeah based around an idea
2: it it feels more like borat
0: yeah yeah there you go uh,
1: jackass do you do you think is this is probably i don't know where i'm I'm pulling this question from but i feel like it's like this like a standalone film does that generate does that still like deliver enough of an experience now or do you think that storytelling is more it's gravitating now towards like episodic content and now something that's spread out over a season based on what can be delivered in just that that smaller I hate to use the term form factor of what you know a, a typical yeah. run length of a of a movie Two
2: hour movie is yeah. not a twenty episode season. Yeah. Um I don't know this is something that I've thought a lot about recently actually uh mostly in terms of where movie theaters are going you know with covid and uh the shutdown killing actually a lot of theaters so that the only ones left are the big chains and even they're struggling who knows what the future of movie making looks like um it's it's kind of a weird time so i've been thinking about that a lot actually uh because i've i've often i have many times said that i think that eventually going to the movie theater will be more akin to going to a play um in the future you know it's it's not something that most of us do on a regular basis Mm. um you do it if you're a patron of the arts and i think that that obviously it's a more complicated pay model and all of that sort of Mm -hmm. thing but um I think that that is kind of what the future of movie making is going to be. Um, Some, some sort of, because I I do see most people moving to watching TV at home. I think as video games and VR experiences get better and better, um, like the storytelling and the immersion that you can get are going to be uh, superior to what you get in a film. Um, As films become more and more computer generated especially uh you know why why make avenger the next avengers in 10 years like they do another phase and have another avengers Endgame? why wouldn't that be a vr experience you know um i feel like that sort of thing is on the horizon mm-hmm. and so like the the movie format the way that like you or i think of it jason and lucas we grew up with films um the there are kids today that are growing up where films are like a saturday night i don't know like a
0: they're just not as big a part (laughs) of their life Sorry, I never heard that sound effect before. That is the sound oh, of us getting a follower. Uh, <laughs> we never,
2: we never get that.
0: Yeah, I thought it was, something broke. Um, I know what you mean because, like, when I when I used to come home from school, I would grab a VHS tape and watch Ninja Turtles or Jurassic Park or whatever. But now you come home and you turn on Netflix and you watch the same episode of uh, Rescue Bots or whatever the you yeah. know whatever it is.
1: What do you think though that that's part of it's now just like the the plus not just the plethora of content but like the accessibility that content creators have and like just the uprise and the the individual content <laughs> oh creator God. Like now so many people just youtube you know and they're just yeah. all the time and like i don't think like i don't think my wife was ever I, being onto that platform but now like a lot of the stuff that she watches she's watching certain she's like big on watching this uh, this rewatch these this certain the one woman was, it was a cast member at the time. But it's her and her husband as they rewatch the Hills and react to episodes. And that's been like, her so it's like stuff like that, which I would never think my wife would be a, a person to really use YouTube. But that's like, she subscribes to that and watches that every episode they come out. And it's just like, there's so many people that that's their, that's their entertainment. That's what they, yeah, and they watch, especially, Steve they Poirot. latch onto those personalities or, or even the larger, um, Media outlets, it's just, it's interesting. I feel like, I feel like, like, the, that movie, that movie experience is, there's definitely certain, like, type of films that would, that would, there's more of an impact that they can be made when they're on that big screen and there's that, that, uh, communal, you know, yeah. type experience. Like, I, I think well, my, my enjoyment of the, 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 I hate to use Star Wars as an example, but those three films was that experience of going, to the movies and watching them with other people that were probably passion- as passionate, more so than myself, about that that story and and all those things. Whereas just watching it at home would have been like, yeah. Although, then you watch the Mandalorian at home, you are like, oh, this is this is probably twenty times better. But that's there. We <laughs> there is many reasons why that's could be better, and you, you can make a lot of different arguments for that. But
2: well, I, I think another really another big difference uh, in and another reason I don't think movies will ever entirely go away. There'll always be a market for it. It just may not be the same market as sure. um, Like, yeah, there may be a lot of people that have gone from movies to watching more TV. Um, I'm not one of those people. I watch TV and I don't like it. Um, You know, most of it, even like game of Thrones, like I was on the game of Thrones bus a couple of seasons before everybody else. Cause I was like, yeah, these stories are all the same. Like, because and they are. They're, they're all from the same writer. And like that's the thing for me is I'm I'm very focused on the storyteller, sure, not just the story. And if you're interested in storytellers, then like someone like a Scorsese who only puts out a movie once a year, once every couple of years, um, and you feel like over the years, I feel like I've had a conversation with him and Tarantino um, where every couple of years they put out a movie and I see a little bit more of how they see the world. I understand a little bit more about um, what they feel are important issues in the world. Um, You know, but that's a relationship that has to become that you have to come back to recursively over time. Um, It doesn't work that, that that relationship doesn't work in a TV show for me. I don't feel connected to whoever it is that's writing the good place or game of Thrones or whatever. And I like,
0: I don't feel like I know anything about them. Um, well, a whereas, lot of like, the time it's maybe written by the same person, but it may not be, it may be directed by the same person, but oftentimes sure. it's not.
2: Yeah. And it's, they're really counting on you being that the the reason you come to the show is for the characters And, um, like, I guess the characters aren't the reason why I watch most media, uh, star Wars, it is like, that's why I still kind of like those characters, you know, but those are shows that I watched when I was a kid and I still have an affinity for them because I was a kid or Spider-Man. I'll see anything with Spider-Man in it, but you know, uh, again, going back to Scorsese, Um, The movie Silence, you know, I watch that, and it's not like I love those characters and want to see their world expanded, Um, you know, like these or or like Goodfellas, you know, I don't need to see that world expand. Like, oh, what what happens in the Goodfellas cinematic universe?
1: Uh, (laughs) Like, it's still there.
2: Yeah, it's just not necessary. And I guess for me, I feel that like not necessariness a lot sooner than a lot of people do. And that's why I don't get into a lot of TV shows.
1: And I think there's something that like, there's, there's something to be said about being able to take a narrative and being able to, to weave an entire a story that has a clear, a defined beginning and an end and it's self-contained in that that smaller snapshot versus when you're stretching this. You know, it's a lot of times when a, in a series let's face it that plot and that story just gets dragged out and gets kind of incoherent as it gets to a or b and then it's like really this could have been done in two seasons but we had to stretch it out over four you know and then something about being able to deliver something that's in that smaller that smaller experience i think is is something to speak of
2: and if they're gonna do that bullshit to me with my time like especially when they're hour-long episodes 10 up even a 10 episode season you're talking about a story that could have been told in 20 hours that they took 40 hours for well like <laughs> um walking Mike Dead, Dechant for instance
1: stop hating on tv you're hurting hearts, Michael. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hurting hearts hey i i do love tv i just don't love the era we're in of it some would say we're in the golden age of television they, they do they do say that um there are definitely shows out there. I love, um, uh, raised by wolves. Uh, if that's <laughs> going back to our HBO max show, uh, <laughs> well, I'm, 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 that's, watch that. yeah, that's I've really sci-fi. Um, oh thing,
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah takes, I know what you're talking about now. Dude,
2: it's so good. It's, like
0: Well, it's because a film director came in and directed some TV, so you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like these people who have spent their lives learning to craft things visually do a good job telling things visually.
1: Okay, but have you seen... Have you watched our RoboCop remake recently? Because <laughs> No, I but mean...
2: I've seen pieces of it before. <laughs> it's good.
1: Because I think it might change your life. I'm just gonna put it out there because I think it changed all of ours.
2: Yeah, for the better? I think we came together. (laughs) I think we really came together. Anybody can change anything. (laughs) For the worse.
0: (laughs) No way. Those little singing action figures changed my life. That's all I know.
2: No, I'll I'll admit I'm often I I'm often considered a hater uh, of of media that people love. Um Although I did, I I told Lucas the other day I was texting with him that I was watching uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, uh, I'd never, I'd only seen the first one once with you, Lucas, and then I knew I was coming on the show, so I was like, ah, oh, I'll watch it again, and just so I have it fresh in my mind. So you shoot on, on it, it
1: good. <laughs> I can't not see. I, all I ever see now, though, is there is the eyes and the teeth. I can't not see that in so many scenes now. <laughs> yeah, I. Don't I know don't know why, but I, the, I, but it's I still, though, I, was,
2: I was watching it through Lucas's eyes, and I'm watching it going like, "Of course he loved this. Like what ten year old, eleven year old boy would not love this movie?"
1: I mean, like, I have to say though, like still to this day though, like the the animatronics and those suits are hold living, up like pretty sure well considering, considering
2: Shredder's costume.
1: <laughs> uh, <Orokusaki. laughs>
0: can't have everything I, I,
1: I, I haven't watched the second one in a while i don't know if that one i don't know if that i don't know i like i like you know that first one has that more of those that dark undertone of like the original comics and that kind of mm-hmm. that feeling And the second one you get a little more a little more slapsticky a little more yeah like, it is you know kid kid targeted and let's we, let's just forget the third one exists Let's just,
2: I haven't, I haven't seen the third one. I was going to start it, but Lucas told me he hadn't even seen it.
1: I <laughs> so warned him. Like, I'm
0: like, I know it's bad. So,
1: yeah, well, so I, I remember, watch. let's see, I don't know when it came out, but I remember seeing it, you know, as a kid in the theater. And I remember just thinking, like, well, this is different. <laughs> they, 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 they took a turn. And this isn't the same, but okay. Well, I had a
2: really weird experience watching the second movie because somewhere in my youth, I got Secret of the Ooze mixed up with the character Ivan Ooze. <laughs> the nineties um, were all about Ooze, so like this. Oh no! So all the way through Ninja Turtles Two, I'm like, so where's Ivan Ooze? Where's the Ooze guy? <laughs> like where is he? Where's the purple Thinking guy? About, and where are the like, Power Rangers the show? gonna show up? Like, <laughs> like Shredder's gonna take off his mask and be I Ivan I Ooze. ooze.
1: <laughs> Who played him? Oh god.
0: Uh, um, I don't blame you yes because I was sitting here thinking like oh, it is secret of the ooze right that is the name of it you know like I don't know there's yeah. something about that one that
1: oh god that's right who it was, was it the actor that it's Paul Freeman who plays Belloc in Raiders of the Lost Ark oh, oh really yeah <laughs> oh no
0: you know wow. your career is going downhill if somebody says, do you mind if we make you all purple? Is that a... <laughs> and you're like, what have I done with my life? We're just going to cover your cover your face in uh, plaster and silicone. Uh, no biggie, right? <laughs> he probably was glad no one would recognize it. He's
1: probably him. like, Does the ch- will the check clear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I've got
0: bills to
2: pay.
1: Yeah. Let's do it. Sign me up.
2: Yeah, Uh-oh. unfortunately, that is the... That seems to be the destiny of many actors. Uh, I've worked on several films with, you know, decently famous people and they're just grinding out the end of their careers. You know, you get older and there's no more leading man roles. Works for
0: Nicolas Cage. Yeah, well, (laughs) Nicolas Cage, he is a special
1: specimen. Yeah, he's like something else. He's a unicorn
0: Uh and a phoenix all in one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you
1: yeah,
2: yeah i remember uh one of the films that i worked on uh at when they called me and they're like i'm asking them about uh you know what the project is and they're like oh yeah and we've got this person and this person is on it and you know the, uh i can't remember her last name lana or whatever but you know she used to be a bond girl i was like oh okay, whatever i don't know i'm 1962. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't an oh god
0: <laughs> she's now she's lady. a grandma <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly she literally is playing a grandmother in this film
1: <laughs> and, 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 and no offense like the that was i mean there was like the the sex appeal and like that appeal that you're you know that was like a a title you could have but i mean in terms of like they didn't really give them like a much screen time or like a, a chance they to, weren't there because you know. they were great actors yeah exactly you know
2: you know yeah so <laughs> yeah i got to um work with sean Aston one time oh yeah yeah Sorry? yeah you, you were i was rudy, there rudy <laughs> yeah and man it's weird like being on a movie with somebody that you recognize and like what are you doing in northern michigan working on this Super, super low budget indie Christian film. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: <laughs> and then he turns around and looks at me and goes, Meth's one hell of a drug. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, those were the
0: days Lucas and I uh, rooming together working on a movie. Oh, God. Okay. It was. We couldn't even walk back to the freaking hotel room because our feet hurt so bad for standing on our feet for 16 hours a night i yeah you know how you know i'm i'm an old man at heart because i've had trench foot (laughs) i got oh god i had uh what is it the athletes get on their toe when it it won't it's like turf toe i got turf turf toe (laughs) not playing a sport that doesn't even make any sense. Exploring, they got, tr- I got trench foot, not in World War One. <laughs> we compared feet and decided who had the worst foot malady.
2: Oh lord! Oh god! It's a crazy yeah, no, that's night. That's what we're doing for our 150th episode. <laughs> oh
0: god! Where are their feet now? <laughs>
1: I used to be a foot want, model. I just want a battle the beer reunion. That's all I want in any episode. I think a, a lot, lot of people
0: want that.
2: Them. Well, it's it's funny because, uh, you know, you're not... I have to invite you to some of these things when we do them, but uh, Chad, you know, he's the camera guy and editor for Battle of the Beer, for those who don't know. Um, he's, he's the biggest beer drinker I know. Like, he loves craft beer. He's got all the you know like thousands and thousands of different beers on his untapped and all that sounds like he needs Um, help (laughs) and like uh (laughs) just kidding i'm kidding uh before before quarantine uh we actually he invited us over one time to try a series of beers um like just uh me and seth and carl our movie gang you know invited us all over to try a series of them and you know there was like a dill pickle like I oh God. yeah there were all a bunch of weird things the first weird. when
1: he started saying dill i thought he was going somewhere in a different direction but mm. um <laughs> like there was a dildo there i don't know why <laughs> that was
0: after the beer
2: <laughs> but uh yeah he, we called it a weird beer night uh but yeah chad likes to do uh like kind of group gathering parties like that we did a, a hot ones night Oh god, yeah! Where he actually ordered all the hot sauces from the show.
1: I want to see Lucas do that. No, no. (laughs) Oh yeah,
2: seriously, man. I've had the bomb, and Uh, it (laughs) is no
1: joke, dude. It
2: is. You, I understand though why people, why people get addicted to hot foods, um, because while it is extremely painful, your your, basically (laughs) your body's defense systems all go into overdrive because your body is just like what the hell are you doing (laughs) like what did you just put in your mouth so your adrenaline starts firing your endorphins start firing and once the heat subsides you get a high off of it so like i can kind of understand why some people like if they really liked that a lot how they could kind of get addicted to it
0: yeah i've heard that it's kind of like when you work out and people are like uh you know i'm just glowing afterward and it's like well really i'm like dying but okay and much like that i'd be dying that dude his toilet must have got wrecked after that night holy cow (laughs)
1: what's that next morning you got to worry about that's true you wake up and it's probably not so bad but
2: (laughs) we we were texting each other the next morning from the toilet (laughs) i was like oh my gosh guys (laughs) you'll never (laughs) guess
1: where (laughs) i'm at right now the orange laser it's no joke
2: wet wipes Yeah. (laughs) yeah we're a bunch of goofballs
1: so you eat
0: spicy wings with dill pickle IPA and watch yeah. movies.
1: I mean, that's, I, can we, I, I think it's safe to say, too, like, I feel like there's the big push now in craft beer. It's like, let's get away from it. Let's let's have beer that tastes like beer again. It feels like yeah. more, we're raising our, like getting like beer tasting beer. And we're getting away from all these weird adjuncts of.
0: How many things
1: can we add into yes. the. Papaya, guava, goza, quickly pear ale. I'll, I'll you tell know. you, that's
2: one of the reasons that founders lost me for a while.
1: They um, did start, although they did have I a lot like of a, that, that, and the racism.
2: Although I do like <laughs> the, that's, that's <laughs> one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like a goza ale. I, I like, I actually from Battle of the Beer, like, that's the first sour I ever had. And I really like a sour Green, beer.
1: The Green Zeb. Oh, yeah.
2: That's like my go to summer beer. Yeah, now. that's a good one. Green Zebra. Oh, Green Zebra, how I miss you these winter doldrum days. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it hasn't been much of the doldrums around here. Like, uh, it's been a pretty mild winter. It's coming. Apparently.
1: Not compared to, We got those that got them there on Nor'easters up there. In, uh...
2: Yeah they're getting way worse i i took a walk in the park today and made my jacket unzipped like just <laughs> no hat on or nothing i was just like no pants no underwear no nothing wow I'm fucking
0: living
1: on the
2: edge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> edge of going in his so, pants he's not wearing anyways what
2: I know everybody is really glad I'm on here talking about the weather tonight.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking not to get too uh, into the weather, but apparently the worst is yet to come.
1: So, <laughs> oh boy, ah, jeez. Uh.
0: So that's yeah. uh, Mike's podcast in a nutshell. That's Mike's podcast. <laughs> that's Mike's podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, talking about movies, letting it take us where it does. I talked Take about you on our
0: podcast this week, Lucas. Yeah, you told me you mentioned a little bit that you had said that cuz I remember I'll never forget the time we watched Holy Mountain because that was a life-changing yep. experience and you were like this is much funny I think it was more funny with me because some of the things we were watching I mean that's the one somebody had a somebody played or you sent a gif in Discord of the cheetah I think it was the cheetah being milked or getting shot out of the breasts <laughs> i don't know there was like yeah. an animal on somebody's boobs and then is shot yep. or something and i'm like i yep. actually know what that's from and i've watched it so when you're watching a movie like that it's like what how is it called? not funny holy, holy mountain? mountain by holy Alejandro mountain. it's in my top 10 movies and he was the guy who was going who was from going
1: 1973 is that the yeah
0: he, he was, was go- gonna make dune dune yeah so i never got it off the ground
2: But yeah, I it's a life changing experience. You know, we were talking about how who we watch movies with changes how we watch them. And so I was saying, like, you know, I watched that movie with Chad and I was we were both totally silent the whole way through the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just like, you know, took it very philosophically, you know, and um kind of in that art art school kind of way. Right. Um but then I watch it with you and we basically riff tracks the whole thing.
0: <laughs> I have <laughs> that effect on people.
2: <laughs> you know, it's just like, wow, these are totally different experiences. And that, really that is what got me thinking about the fact that certain movies, um, the audience is as much a part of the film as anything else. Um, Cause I had such a different experience in, also with my friend zach who um he's like really into comic books and marvel stuff and uh you know i don't Definitely. really enjoy the marvel movies that much but i like watching them with him
1: i, like I just found the cheetah gif
2: <laughs> <laughs> there it is i knew you did I saw there's it in a, lot of, there is a lot of a lot of good gifts from the uh the holy mountain um you turning actually, poop into turning poop into gold um i do that every day yeah that figures pretty prominently in the film uh, i forgot about that the man in the hat yeah um not the man in the yellow hat that's,
0: <laughs> that's completely also they turn poop into gold oh not gosh figuratively I,
2: we gotta we gotta uh clip out the man in the yellow hat and put him in for the alchemist <laughs> in the holy mountain <laughs> that would be pretty that's, funny that is a
0: niche audience right there <laughs> That meme would <laughs> not catch on. <laughs> oh, no. Not
1: not at all. Uh, that's this is a gif rabbit hole. I can't continue to Yeah, go down. he, he went so, on, you went on
0: you want you want he went on a journey.
1: Vision quests. Don't
0: come on gifty know of a podcast.
1: I'm a changed man now. You've seen I've seen, things. I've seen some things.
0: <laughs> I can see it. Your eyes have deadened, hollowed.
1: Hollowed night. Oh how God!
0: I... So anyway, what's next? Where do we go from here? I don't know what to
1: talk
0: about? It's your show. Oh. <laughs> is it
1: though?
0: I mean, it's uh, everyone's show.
1: We're like public domain now. <laughs> yeah. Public
0: domain. Oh, God. <laughs> like do you if just you go you to will? the library, this show is just playing. We <laughs> can stream it for free. I, I hope not. They'd have to uh, edit out every other word, practically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like, how? Like how's your year been? I mean, we haven't oh, talked. Yeah. We haven't had talked in, like, you yeah. know, we've had snippets of conversation here and there, but we haven't had conversation. I mean, what's what's life like now? I mean, well, it's honestly, as far
2: as the, you know, just in general, the year that we all know we are living through um mine's been a lot better than most people's i think uh i try not to talk about it like too much because it's actually been a really good year in a lot of ways um not like financial or anything uh (laughs) but beings katie got put on uh like working from home for about a couple of weeks, they quickly realized that she could not do her job from home. Um, She works at a hospital. So she went back. So for the most part, her, her daily life hasn't changed. It's more stressful because Mm -hmm. working at a hospital, the demands are different. Um, Everything takes longer. um, And they didn't hire anybody new to help. So, you know, of course doing more with, Yeah, doing more with less, which uh, as fellow married individuals, you (laughs) understand that when the stress on one person is raised, it is also raised on the other person. True that. Um, You got to be more available emotionally in the evenings to help decompress, um, to be able to fully put that person first and um, give them the support that they need, which I'm not always great at, but trying and really being kind of secluded has been very hard on me mentally uh it's but because of that certain mental health issues got pushed to the forefront and i think katie saw them more than she ever did and so like honestly katie and i are closer than we've ever been um, and as far as my quality of life goes, that's the number one thing, you know, if sure. you're if you and your wife are good, there's a lot that you can handle. If you and your wife are bad, you can't handle anything.
0: Yeah. It's kind of your um, foundation really.
2: Yeah. So in a lot of ways, it's been a great year <laughs> to, in a weird way, uh, it's kind of focused us on what things are really important. You know, that, you know, early in the quarantine, when everybody is like deciding, okay, who's in whose bubble and, you know, kind of deciding who are we going to be, allow ourselves to see and who are we not going to allow ourselves to see. It really focused you on what's the most important. Like those friends that I see once every three months, are those people I'm going to keep in my quarantine bubble? Eh, Probably not you know, but like whoever is in your quarantine bubble, you care, you, and it really focused me on those people. Um, and in a weird way helped me even appreciate those other people, uh, more the ones that I couldn't see as much because those are the people I had to be deliberate about talking to online or something. Mm -hmm. So, um, I know this is all really hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be funny all the time. <laughs> but yeah, that's um that's been a lot of it is um realizing things about myself. Uh things that I ne- I didn't really want to face, like uh I that my depression really affects Uh, like my procrastination, which has always affected my work. Um, I mean, Lucas knows he's worked with me. I I can be a pain in the ass to work with because I don't respond to things on time because somebody texts me and the first thing that my brain does is go, oh, no, stress, bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, I'm learning that about myself as well now, so I can't put all the blame on you, but I've been there, that's for sure. Yeah, and this year has really been one
2: of the things that's caused me to take notice of a lot of those things and try and start solving them. So like Katie and I have been doing counseling and all that kind of stuff online. And it's honestly, it's been mostly positive. It's been really hard to watch my friends go through such such a hard time. Like I, I empathize with them. Um, But like I said, Katie's working. So like
0: financially, it hasn't been that hard. Um, Yeah. And you still get that space. Like that's something that I'm, I am know a lot of people are struggling with who work from home is like you miss everyone until you've been with them for four months. And then it's like, can you just get out yeah. of my way? You know, everybody's trying yeah. to eat lunch at the same time. You're not used to. Everyone has their us- usual routine. If you go to work, you have a routine from work. You're trying to do that yeah. at home and still work and not feel like you're just at home not doing your job. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. For for me,
2: I um when I had to stop doing social things, stop going over to sets every week, stop doing the podcast, stop doing everything going to church Go. D game that we just started <laughs> yeah, i know uh zach always is like oh man we gotta get lucas back we gotta get lucas back because we gotta get that game going I'm like, i don't know man <laughs> lucas is busy it's like oh yeah we gotta do it we gotta do it. <laughs> i mean if we ever get <laughs> out of this quarantine have
1: one hour in about three months that he can give you yeah <laughs> but Pretty yeah much.
2: like not being able to do those things my depression got really bad and i realized that what i had been doing for a long time is solving my depression with social interaction um i'd feel down so i'd go over to seth's and then i'd feel better right because we'd goof around talk or smoke or watch a movie or whatever kiss you know um, <laughs> make, make <laughs> Sisy- sisyphean love nothing wrong
1: with that but I mean, you're gonna want that sometimes.
2: Yeah, when you can't do that, you're just sitting at home with your depression all day, and you realize you have to do something. You in your head, that, yeah. That I I had found a way to ignore my depression without solving it or confronting
0: it, um, and so now I'm confronting it. I think I think it's easy to normalize it too, uh, to a certain extent. I know I've struggled a little bit with identifying patterns that I've done uh, in the past, where it's like you. Sometimes you're told like, "Oh, you're just you're just a procrastinator, or you're just lazy, or you know you have a hard time getting going in the morning." And then you're just like, "Okay, maybe that's just who I am," but then you start thinking about it, and you're like. once once this uh, whole quarantine sets in and things really start grinding down and the level of acceptability of, <laughs> of for yourself is just like going down where you're like, okay, just wanting to lay in bed all day is not a normal sign. Not enjoying the yeah. things that you used to enjoy aren't a normal sign. Yeah. Like those things you're like, then you start to see, okay, maybe there were other warning signs that were just kind of like the beginning. And I think that's hard for... A lot of people, because it it does sometimes it does get normalized and you're just like, oh, I'm just an extrovert and I need to be around people, you know, and and God forbid I was one of those people during this time, because that must be awful right now.
2: Yeah. Our our friend Zachariah, um, he's a super extrovert and he's in our quarantine bubble because he has to be (laughs) like he can't. That's how you helped him. Yeah. How I help him is by being his friend because he needs to be around people. And yeah. And I enjoy, and he, honestly like that having that extroverted energy in my life is good for me. Um, that's like, Hey, this is the day that I'm hanging out with Zach. I don't have to worry about keeping my depression at bay. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about that at all. Cause it's always fun, <laughs> you know? So Yeah, I actually it's funny because I had I had a counseling session today and we were talking about my procrastination and working on getting to the root of it. And what you were talking about saying about normalization, he was saying, like, this doesn't happen consciously in your head, but in a way, um, like, I've been procrastinating my whole life. And what happens is at the end of the day and you're laying down in bed there's some part of you that when you procrastinated something and didn't get it done that is kind of like going is kind of saying see you didn't do it and everything turned out all right yeah and it's it ends up being a positive reinforcement for a bad behavior and he's like your brain's been doing that for 20 years oh god like, yeah, exactly. Don't tell me that. Tell me I can fix it. You know, um, he, and he, like, so we started working on a plan for how to start, <laughs> how to start fight fighting that and not like just capitulating all the time because, um, it's starting to become unmanageable. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like it's been a real mental health year for a lot of people, actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah mental health self-discovery a lot of things like i i found like i find i get um like I'm, I'm I'm, back in the office and um so i mean i have that it's weird. i have like yeah i have social interaction because i'm interacting with my, my peers there but it's like I, I sometimes i don't even talk. i i've been so busy like I, I this is like the only time i talk to lucas so it's like i have to set aside time to like to have that like I've made a point to like try to do some social gaming with some friends on the weekend because it's like I need that I can tell I need that that I'm not getting from you know co-workers you know I need actual people that have my same interests and have that I have yeah. a friendship with and I need that that exchange but I, what I've noticed lately too is like I think how I've coped with stuff is I've really unfortunately like I've like I've gotten more into my work because I feel like I can control that. And I know like mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I have like, it, it, I know where it starts and when it ends. And I feel like I, I can master that where like th- things that are happening at home or stress there, I can't control. And yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't dominate so to speak. So, but, so it's like, I, it, I like, I'm going to push that away and I'm going to like enwrap myself in this work and like and like even now sometimes i'm like well you know not really do anything i might as well just get my laptop out and work on some stuff because i'm just gonna have to do it tomorrow anyway so i might as well get ahead of it and that's how i justify it that's Katie how i like stuff. justify it in my head now and i'm like holy shit what is what is happening you're becoming here? a
0: workaholic
2: <laughs> yeah katie's a workaholic she'll she goes in on sundays sometimes wow. and she doesn't have to that's a <laughs> like
0: I was just yeah. gonna say that's a really interesting way of putting it, where you feel like you're in control of that, and so like that's yeah. where you excel. So you want to do more of that. Right. It's it's like the opposite of procrastination. Your reward, your brain is rewarding you for doing well there, and you want to ignore the things that you don't do well or feel like you don't have control of over, and. I'm sitting here well, like I can't even I don't even want to do the dishes because, you know, like just starting it is a, is like, oh, God, I don't want to start the dishes. What if I can't finish them?
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, but like at work, you, you know, like you get to solve problems and, you know, the answers to a lot of things and you, you know, yes. the solution at home. I mean, I don't know it, anything. It, or a mystery, like, yeah. I don't know how to solve anything Katie is dealing with ever. <laughs> so, uh,
0: like, yeah, it makes total sense that yeah. you would feel more comfortable there. Well, and sometimes it's not even a problem to solve, and that's hard too. It's just like, I just want somebody to listen. And you're like, Yeah, yeah, but I have this opinion, and I'm going to tell Call you, and <laughs> in, in your mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want somebody yeah. to listen? Call. <laughs> so-and-so not my problem let me
2: know Look, when dinner's when's done I, when's the last time i complained to you about something <laughs>
0: like that See, oh, and Lucas this is
1: I'm... why I to him. Yeah. and then like, that's the worst thing because i like I, like i know in terms of my household my 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 day job is the easy one you know my wife's job is 10 times harder than anything i'm dealing with so it's like i then it's like if i i feel like it shit if i like here's something that's been bothering me or here's some issue i've been struggling with and i, I, I want to talk to her about it but i know like this is like not even a blip on her radar right now and she's probably like this is what he thinks i want to i want to right <laughs> yeah. now and it's like i had it's to amazing. i've been stuck in the house all day for five days straight with a three-year-old and it's like yeah that sounds like well that sounds like hell yeah like, like hell
2: for me it's I always feel because I legit 100% have it easier Um, because Katie goes to work and I don't Mm -hmm. Um, and like I am, I am no 1950s housewife cleaning the house and same here. I'm sure
1: that that probably weighs on you though too, because you know, that's the case, you know, like I'm here and she's out doing here and like, here I am,
2: you know, like, um, so, yeah, that's another mental health battle to find, find meaning in something other than a paycheck or find something that that's always been one of my difficulties is um, I'm not good at making money, never have been. Um, and when I have it, I go through it like, yeah like an analogy i can't think of Um, (laughs) those are the best ones yeah and so uh it's always been a hard thing for me to not feel like a failure because most of the world judges us based on what we make and what we can or what we can buy or you know all of that like i mean how many times have you or i lucas thought or you know about true myth media or battle of the beer or whatever it is that like, Oh man, if I had, if I had these resources, I could, I totally know what to do if I had the money. Right. You know, it's like, I know that I could be successful. I'm just like not because I'm not great with money and not really to be trusted with it. So what, what do you do? How do you not feel like a failure in your life when that's the case?
1: I, I blame Snow Monster. That's why we didn't have the battle of the Beast <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blame I mean, other people. Been, That's a... we would have been in LA by now, guys. I mean
2: Dude, honestly though, even that, like our show got better because of that conversation. No, that true. is true. Yeah. You know, like they may not have ever been able to fulfill a lot of the, what either I cause I think they would they did really want to do something. And we really did want to do something. It's just both neither one of us really had the resources to do it but we just had a very interesting conversation about what we would do if we could and it did make the show better
1: oh, it did i totally agree with that i did you watch some of those go back watch some of those earlier episodes and then you can probably i uh, no, don't know you can, that. <laughs> you i don't can think anyone do. tell.
0: i don't have a half hour <laughs> as they say you see 20 minutes and you're like
1: yeah oh. I'm I surprised anyone so. watched those first ones. Oh man, 20 minutes
2: watching two guys talk about beers that you haven't had
0: <laughs> available <laughs> regionally.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, there's a certain beer enthusiast that's gonna like that maybe into that, but I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna. I mean, you're you're very very marginal. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're really, well, yeah.
2: The the problem is that Sean Evans of Hot Ones already hit on the format that we needed. Ah, that's we just needed a, to do it with beers instead of hot ones.
0: Yeah, and have star power, Start famous people.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh Sean Aston, I know you're <laughs> you in between scenes, but would you like to come to my basement, have a lot of beer with my friends?
0: Oh no, I'm into it. <laughs>
1: Let's do, Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, by the way, I can't pay you anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the rate? <laughs> God. The <laughs> uh, depends on how much beer yeah. you drink.
2: Yeah, so uh, anyway, the last few months I've been doing Shipped, Um. although I'm looking to get out of that now. Mm. That was like gr- grocery shopping for people. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah, my um, wife did that for a bit. Yeah,
2: and it was all right. I just don't think it's the the place that in order to make a decent amount of money at it i would have to be available at times that i'm just not available Mm because my wife needs me home in the evenings and on the weekends Mm -hmm. Um, which is when everyone's getting wanting
0: their groceries delivered basically exactly
2: so it's like it's just not something that but it it did get me thinking about work again so like I've been on the job hunt and that's been good so far. Like I I've been staying pretty dedicated to it. And, um, cause I, you know, family videos going out of business and I was done there even before that happened.
0: Oh, okay. I wondered about that. I wasn't sure if you were still there or not. So. No, actually it was weird back in
2: March, right before the quarantine, uh, Katie and I were, This all kind of happened at the same time. March was really crazy. Um, Katie and I were going on a vacation to Disney World. Oh. Um, Yeah. And at right about that time, my friend Zachariah, who, you know, DMs that game, uh, he worked for an IT company and they had a job opening. I applied, went through two interviews and it was all but a done deal um and then we decided not to go to florida because (sighs) because i had seen the news about covid and what Mm. was going on and even though we hadn't shut down yet i was like "Mm, that seems like a terrible place to go you could have got stuck there yeah um so we decided not to go that's why we bought a switch because we had vacation money and katie had already taken a week off work Mm. you know and then right after we decided not to go, then they quarantined everybody. So not only did we have that week off of work, no one was working that week. (laughs) And I got a call from that company that they had decided to shut down their office permanently. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. So I already had one foot out the door of family video. I'd already moved on mentally Mm. to this other job So a month and a half later, whatever, once the quarantine was lifted back, you know, before summer and Family video called everybody back. I was like, no, I'm not coming back. Um, Partially because I had that one foot out the door, but also because I just didn't believe for a second that family video was going to be taking necessary precautions (laughs) um, to prevent the spread of COVID and anyone who knows me. Um, or has worked on battle of the beer with me knows that I sweat a lot. Um, (laughs) I, I am just, I'm a super spreader. I know (laughs) I am. And there's no way on earth. If I was working at family video and caught COVID that the whole neighborhood wouldn't have had it. So I decided the responsible thing to do, especially with Katie working at a hospital was to tell him I wasn't coming back. But then I took way too long off and it affected me mentally. <laughs> <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> now I'm crawling back. <laughs> it's so hard once you're on unemployment, man. It's like, well, am I going to make this much money a week? I could see that. Yeah. Like, no. yeah, At least right now, I'm not scared of COVID. So I don't mind looking for a job. But like, especially when, you know, in September, you're like, Okay, do I want to get off of unemployment and go work in a place where my risk of getting COVID skyrockets? It's not just the money. It's also my health. It's also my wife's health and everybody Mm -hmm. at the hospital because we are a contact point for the hospital, you know,
1: so uh, it's been
2: a year of tough calls.
1: So about those vaccines, I mean,
2: yeah, Katie's had hers. Nice. Got her second shot today
0: cuz it was one of the it was the two stage thing.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: I think
0: they got her. A two, two stage, aren't they?
1: Uh Johnson and Johnson, right? Don't They have I think it I think it's I Johnson, Johnson. I think they have the first one that's just it's not it's just one. Uh, but I think I know like the other ones.
2: Yeah, so she had her first one 4 weeks ago. Not man, it really messed her up a little bit though. I was going to ask that. Yeah, uh, and and today I mean within hours of having it she was like
0: just so tired um her arm hurt so that seems to be yeah. the most common one is the arm hurt but I've heard like yeah. gastrointestinal problems uh oh, fever all sorts of stuff headaches it's just like covid itself it seems to affect people differently depending on who you are well,
2: and Katie's a pretty like her fam the women in her family are very sensitive like to gastrointestinal issues um i mean i swear they feel pain more than most people uh it's it's, i i mean it like i've katie katie doesn't believe me but you know she'll i'll hear her saying like ow oh oh, oh," and i'll be like i'll be like oh man she's really hurt are you all right she's like oh yeah i just i pinched my finger
0: and i'm like (laughs) that world, was a, why'd you go dick that was Wait. at least five more oz than than was needed <laughs> that was necessary. she's like oh i cut my
2: finger i'm like babe i i used to work in a factory i cut my hand four times every day i didn't cry <laughs> come on <laughs> like you're making me think i gotta take you to the hospital <laughs> but, <laughs> but i've just come to realize that they're just they have they have a sensitive nervous system or something a sensitive disposition.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh dear. Oh man.
0: I love a good foghorn leghorn. Huh? <laughs> I'm okay with the foghorn, but the leghorn, you know, I could do with that.
1: That's where I draw the line. Yeah, I mean.
0: come on. What is a leghorn?
1: Don't want to be, be tooting <laughs> on anybody's leghorns, you know what I'm saying?
0: Ooh! Well, yeah,
2: what,
0: what is a leghorn?
1: I'll give you two guesses. Boy, you, get to, that, you can you can your man? own.
2: If that is what it means, mind blown. Here you go. Here you go.
0: Here you go. The leg the Leghorn is a breed of chicken originating in Tuscany in central Italy. It oh, is a so breed of chicken.
1: chicken. I like my answer better.
0: That makes a yeah. lot more sense though. it's yeah. basically foghorn chicken. <laughs> yeah. Back when people knew like what leghorns better. were, yeah, because everyone
2: had chickens. <laughs>
0: Everyone was a farmer. Yeah. We lived off the land and we weren't on the grid. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: right. The grid.
0: We need to go back to those you know,
1: times. I watched that movie the other, like a few weeks. Like, it was like, I think it was like that first um, I guess, couple weeks we were in the house. I was like, Yeah, I remember like, you talking
0: movie. about it. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's a great movie to watch, high. well Well, the soundtrack alone would be
2: the visuals are mind-blowing the soundtrack is awesome you like just smoke during the boring parts
0: (laughs) you smoke a lot of weed then I'm kidding (laughs) I'm kidding yeah it's it's a great one for that except for I hear those Jeff Daniel 3D animation parts don't really hold up as well when they youngify him with the technology of the computers
1: I mean Jeff Bridges. Oh, Jeff Bridges, Bridges. sorry.
0: Yeah, I get my Jeffs mixed up.
1: Oh yeah, I don't think it's any more, you know, you got to suspend your your belief. And it's like the same thing like you're watching, you know, the Tarkin scenes or even like, you know, what we Yeah, I always think Mandalorian like You know. <laughs> you,
2: you just do, gotta, like just like if you can't focus on it. Yeah, you got to <laughs> accept
0: it. I was such a snob. I'm like, well, if you can't do it perfect, then just shoot around it the problem is i think is i've seen shoot around you just see the back of their head every time uh it, but any but you have really been sad if at the end of rogue one
2: they handed that chip to princess leia and all you saw was her taking it from the stop from behind <laughs> you stop <laughs> <laughs> i knew i knew was, yeah. I was
1: or but, just like her hands know. in the white the white She's outfit the white or and, yeah. you
2: know put the buns on the side of her head we all know who that yeah. is like why why bring the camera around to show a face that we should all should never be have shown imprinted in our memories from watching dozens and dozens and dozens of times like
0: and not do it perfectly well and I, I just don't understand that mentality I was going to say, I think part of my problem, too, is I've seen a lot of YouTube videos where they've done it better using um, yes, that face, that deep tech fake mount deepfake stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. well, I mean, it's still not perfect, but it's way better. Yeah. Um, well, of course, we didn't in, know about um, that in 2012 or whenever this was made. John and Legacy. in Rise of
2: Skywalker, um, one of the things that I pointed out and like people who have actually made movies, I think, will understand um more intuitively what i'm talking about but um because uh carrie fisher is gone they but she hasn't died in the movie they have to have an exit they have to have scenes with her in it <laughs> and the scene where she hands a lightsaber to ray um like I understand, there's no way to shoot around not having Carrie Fisher. You're, you you got to show yeah. her face. There's gonna be some computer generated imagery in there. It's it's. There's just no way around that. Um, but as a filmmaker, wrong. the way that I would approach it, I would say, how do we spend as little time <laughs> as possible, <laughs> right, with the computer generated Leia, and as much time as possible with space real. yeah stand-in or things like that so like but that's the thing is because i was tackling it the way filmmakers tackle it right the way that a computer graphics person um just generally i know that obviously there are smart computer graphics people out there that would not do this but Mm -hmm. the way that they tackle that problem is they go well we don't have leia what do we do cg it's like, oh, so even for the scene where it's just a shot of her hand putting a lightsaber in Ray's hand, CG? Really? You couldn't get some just any woman, a hand, <laughs> like hand to hand it over. Like you don't need to do that in CG. You don't need to do reverse shots in CG. There are so many things that you don't need to do that way, but they do it anyway. So, I don't know. Well, That's the sort of thing that really frustrates me. Cause it it's, it's like that they ignore the simple fix, and you know go straight for shooting the moon.
0: Throw money um, at the problem.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what we and do. And I here.
2: just think the CG in that movie is awful. Um, there's a scene where sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. but <laughs> Surprise. We don't do that on this um, show. <laughs> we don't do that. But like the scene where Ray is, um, you've got Emperor Palpatine, eye roll um i think he's shooting lightning at her and she's got her light catching it on her lightsaber right and it's supposed to and she's just kind of (sighs) like there's no (laughs) there's no weight behind her action she's clearly just on a green screen standing there with her arm out like this you know there's no there she's not even leaning forward hardly like it doesn't feel like there's any force coming this way and i i, I took one look at it i'm like they couldn't just paint a box green and have her lean against it right like it's the
0: it's, it's special the effects things.
2: 101 i don't know sorry it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm passionate about movies <laughs> never would have guessed i thought those were <laughs> video games behind you <laughs> or maybe I see a few books, yeah. <laughs> leather bound. So.
1: Lucas, speaking of that, I found. You know, I was at my mom's this past weekend. I found my original copy of Rebel Assault. Oh, oh dude! God, I love that. Nice. I threw it. I threw it away. But
2: <laughs> you could have donated actual, it. Well, oh, what, Jen, I,
1: I just the had the, the the compact, the actual CD-ROM for it, and then I found hmm. like the, my the CD-ROM case for Sam and Max, and I think I found. Um, I found a Windows ninety fives like booklet. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> and I found like countless like sixteen bit era and I think some PlayStation era like passwords and codes oh. that I had Long hand written down and like dang. I don't know, I thought they were all in a binder, but they're all loose. But I was like rebel assault. I was like, dang, that takes me, takes me way back. Oh, and my Star Seeds Tribes manual <laughs> and
0: <laughs>
1: some in a some random, a random issue of Game Pro for whatever reason. Like if you want to, uh, I want to see like I I think someone needs to make. I'm sure that one already exists either an Instagram or a Twitter feed where all they do is each day you post random game ads from the nineties from magazines, because man, those ads are just, they're crazy. The marketing back then was something else. Are they extreme? (laughs) Pretty, they're pretty rad.
0: That was (laughs) in uh, the attitude era when they would like every game was going to kick your balls. Yeah. Yeah. Or like shock your mom or something.
1: (laughs) Shock your mom, kick your balls and get you the lady. Welcome to the next level. You know,
2: I like it. I, I think I still have somewhere uh, I think it was for Starcraft's, uh, the battle chest that came with Brood War, I mm-hmm. think it was. Mm-hmm. And they had an insert, it was like a trifold insert, I think. That was like trifold, this. nice. And it was, um, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> uh,
1: Did you have to use your men to get into it?
2: <laughs> no, no, but it was, it was a tech trick um whoa you know, we had like humans <laughs> or protoss what the buildings were what technologies you researched at each building what the units the building produced and i had gotten the battle chest for like christmas or something and then we of course have to go to grandma and grandpa's and i can't play my game <laughs> play it. yeah i don't want to go to grandma and grandpa's i want to play with my video game so i just like stared at that
1: trifold all day (laughs) like i'm gonna bring the manual about Starcraft. when i got home. build pylon build pylon build pylon
2: <laughs> and this is before i've really played the game so i don't i don't know what those You're sound like you don't are. know what any
0: of this means you're just like more overlords you could have screamed that at me all day i'd have no idea what it meant <laughs> i can't wait to get home and build a bunker and or a barracks and spawn some of those uh space marines oh boy i'm gonna show those zergs <laughs> right? what for Oh,
2: uh, dude i loved that game though i that was i one. got 50
1: marines what are those lurkers doing
2: you know back when you didn't have disposable income so you only it's like your one game for the year one. yeah yeah so you played it into the ground like that i loved that one that one diablo the the original diablo game um
1: mm-hmm.
2: x-wing yep. versus tie fighter was uh, another one Ooh. i had i had a joystick for it and
1: and I can, I can hear that I, menu music for Starcraft so, so
0: well. <laughs> people, My, I was just going to say, people off often will be like, man, I've gotten so bad at video games. Why was I so good at this when I was younger? But now you I suck at it. <laughs> yeah, you played the same game for like six months. That's why you were good at it. I know. I've, I've been going over to Zach's uh, once a week to play
2: uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, he's gotten to enjoy a bit of the a bit of the watch Mike suck at video games experience yes. that Lucas has had.
1: Gamer uh, Ketchup, gamer, uh, everyone, youtube.com slash Gamer Ketchup.
2: Uh... <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, I think, I think you guys could probably swap some stories about stupid things I've done in a video game because probably. I'm so, I because I stopped playing them for so long. I still have a lot of like the. You know the some of the subtle things like I don't just come walk walking around a corner. I know how to like scoop myself around it properly, so I'm yeah. looking in the right direction. And but my twitch reflexes are so off. <laughs> uh, so like my aim is terrible. Um, also, I'm playing on a PlayStation controller, uh, which is well, some,
1: knows that's the subpar experience so you're <laughs> not gonna, blah, 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 blah.
2: you know I, i'm sorry but a is for accept you know like yeah <laughs> you got x and o uh, yeah, I, yeah it's Symbols. Tri- triangle <laughs> <laughs> is this geometry um <laughs> but yeah like the other day you know we're going through the the tech trees yeah. up in our attributes and there's one of them that's like you know never take damage from your own grenades yeah. And I'm like, I, har- I hardly ever use grenades. So, like, go right. Not five minutes goes by yeah, and we're mad. at a mission where I have to break down a weak wall. And, like, I try shooting it. I try hitting it. It doesn't break. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to throw a grenade. Bring in the not explosives. Real- because I don't use grenades, not realizing that there are, like, 20 different kinds of grenades in yeah. this game. Yeah, so is. I just toss a grenade. It's a poison grenade. So guess what? The wall doesn't get poisoned. And fall off oh. but I do, and I die. Oh my god! Of course, five minutes after <laughs> declining uh, a stat that'll prevent that from happening. It's just stuff like that. I do dumbass things. I pick on street street punks that I think are street punks, but it turns out they're cyber enhanced up the yard <laughs> and then I like, kick my ass. <laughs> like. yeah. I think I've seen that happen in real life. <laughs> but you know it's the same sort of stuff that happened to me when i was playing batman
0: uh when when i was playing oh through that a god year. yeah except for i wasn't here to watch it i mean i was here but i, I wasn't yeah i would i would drop in every once in a while and see how you were doing those were the <laughs> days uh yeah but those are that's probably like Playing
2: through that game has been really fun though. Between that and Breath of the Wild, it's been crazy to see the huge jump in gaming since I stopped playing. Yeah. Uh, I, bet. It, I mean, like I played I played Breath of the Wild and was like, wow, this is this is a huge world. It's not telling me where to go. I I think I mentioned to people that I talked about it with um that it's it's one of the first games where I felt like I was really going on an adventure. Um, like, like Lord of the ring style adventure. Like I was setting out and didn't know where I was going and I was just going to take things as they came to me, you know, because there's no, nothing telling you where to go in that game. Um, mm-hmm. and so I was like, and then to go from that to cyberpunk, which is a huge world. It makes, you know, I think the last Grand Theft Auto game I played was Grand Theft Auto 3. Okay. And, you know, like, I thought that map was big. <laughs> Cyberpunk, like, dwarfs that. It's crazy. Um, like, I get lost all the time. <laughs> like, that is so we- such a weird experience to be playing a video game and get lost.
1: Yeah, because but- it's like the scope and the... the, the- world is just that that big in and of itself
2: yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty incredible got a lot of bugs (laughs) yeah (laughs) it it crashes all the time but uh it's been it's been a really fun experience um and if they if they keep it if they do a lot of the things that they say they're going to do with it it sounds like a really amazing game to kind of grow with
1: so yeah i'm looking forward to checking it out eventually once i have a video card <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that i that i actually want to run it on but uh and by then maybe you know the, the game will probably i i'd imagine it's probably gonna be a completely different experience than what well hopefully it, uh, yeah
0: hopefully make. a better one yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> although i heard the game- i heard they updated it and then there's another game breaking bug that intro- was introduced by updating it so oh, they're no. not they're not uh, gaining a lot of goodwill right now <laughs> yeah it's well i think that they're not gaining a lot of goodwill
2: from people who cyberpunk is their first game from these developers um zach uh he's he's pretty plugged into the video game world and um big witcher fan Mm. and so like he you know he was signing on to cyberpunk like automatically when he you know because he's just like witcher 3 is great these are the same people i'm gonna i'm definitely playing this game that's kind of how i was a little bit yeah so he's like the game everybody made them release it too early and i'm just gonna stick through to when their normal release date would have been you know Mm -hmm. and when they finally have it in that shape uh you know they're talking about doing so many different downloadable missions and content in the future it'll almost be like world of warcraft in a sense where you're getting like entire swaths of new game every six months Mm -hmm. um it's obviously not there yet but i can see why that's really attractive to people it's a very
0: very fun and immersive experience i agree i mean as somebody who's played it i there's some things that frustrate me even on playing on pc where i don't have to worry so much about crashes and stuff um little things that got overlooked like the fact that your gps doesn't zoom out when you're driving oh, i don't yeah. understand that at all but like how do how do you miss that but yeah. overall though it, it has it's been the
2: easiest thing in the world to fix too. yeah <laughs> I, mean, I, I thought
0: for sure it would have been fixed by the
2: first patch but nope yeah, I think they're working on game-breaking bugs first. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah, probably, rightfully so. It's annoying, but it doesn't break the game that by the time I realize I'm supposed to turn, I'm past the turn because I'm going 140 miles an hour. <laughs> right, whipping
0: a <laughs> lot of U-turns. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot There's a lot of U-turns in the game. <laughs> but, uh. Banana turns, we
2: call them. <laughs> but it's great. I get my sniper fix because um, I that's the kind of character I always play as a sniper character. And, um, you know, so I still have, I still have the skill to play that kind of a character. Um, I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. And then I got wingspan for, uh, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Ah, yeah. been...
2: cause, uh, m- some Chad and some other friends of ours, we do we've done um like online get togethers like just doing a discord chat where we play jackbox games or something and last sunday we played wingspan together cuz we we've played the board game before and actually the the implementation on the switch is pretty good um it's a little it runs it loads a little slow mm. but once it's loaded up it's pretty smooth okay uh, yeah and yeah, it's nice to be able to play a board game with
0: my friends, even though we can't sit around the table together. Yeah, yeah I understand that. Uh, Josh and I and Kevin have been playing Gloomhaven um, every once in a while. Oh, cool! And I've really wanted to try Gloomhaven. It's it's good. They're still they're basically releasing stuff as it, as they go along, um, so it's not full like the campaign isn't fully done yet. But it does get that well two, which is really the tabletop gaming itch and also the um turn-based strategy itch that i sometimes have as well so um i was
1: i was listening to a podcast today that said that the the tabletop simulator version of gloomhaven there's some people that did did some customizations for it that it plays really nice
0: Ooh, that would be cool
1: through that I would just say to the, have their, to set up is like the biggest, the problem with that. And they've they created yeah. some mods for it, I guess where literally like you just select your class and drop it in there and then boom, it just does everything automates so everything. So there's some it.
0: automation. Okay. I was going to say, that'd be the worst part is having to set everything up. Like you were there's actually some, like, playing the,
1: like health bars that would appear over, like when you go into combat, like over the enemy's head and like their pieces and everything. And so wow. I guess it's done really nice, but I haven't played it. So I can't tell you. <laughs> i think there's like a, actually i think there's a, so a good way to play um imperial assault that way too like they can have ai actually control the empire unit so then you can just play as a party of the rebels and
2: oh that's fun so yeah that would be fun like to be able to instead of having you not really being on the same side as me and
1: lucas right right
0: to be able to play as one team that'd be yeah. fun Remember when Mike asked if you could shoot the ground to make his special go off because it required an attack or something? (laughs) Why don't I just shoot the ground? Boom, I attack something. (laughs) I can use my special. (laughs) Makes sense to me. I'm attacking the darkness. (laughs) No, no. Hold on. No, it's rules lawyering. I was going to say, the the number one thing that um, Mike would say during a game is... (laughs) Let me see that. <laughs> let me see that. I take a look get, at the rule book? You yeah. Rule book can I, can I, I see you have the rule handy. book. Uh, let me see that. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> well, it says right uh, here. Yep, you were right. I guess. Anyway, 30 I mean, minutes late.
1: You guys, we really like, want to play
0: this sounds way. like bullshit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Sure, game, <laughs> I guess. Your rules.
2: Not the way I would have written it.
1: Ugh good times oh, I, I want to be respectful of time here and i know lucas is probably coming up on uh
0: <sighs> my betty bad time
1: i yeah, probably passed your baby yeah, i didn't time. even yeah.
0: i didn't get to talk about that but i have a doctorally mandated uh bad time yeah. basically
1: well so. i guess people got something to tune in next week to learn all about
0: Ooh, yeah they yeah. sure do my Why is that ongoing we'll medical go- problems you'll have to tune oh. in next week
1: because i just got uh i
0: just
2: got prescribed a cpap in december
1: so really sleeping Darth, with a mask. You're, you're, Darth, you're banging it up at night. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Katie says that
2: in the middle, because I usually go to bed after her. So I crawl into bed after. And she's like, Yeah, I don't know if you're I have to reach over and tap you because I can't hear you snoring anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if you're
2: alive
0: or dead. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's well, great. that's why I went to the doctor as she was worried. She's like, You don't breathe at night, you know. Like, well, when you're sleeping and all of a sudden you hear <laughs> you okay over there? <laughs> yeah, that's the opposite. That's what that happens after. Be what's happening? I'd wake up. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've I've recorded you while sleeping, and you stop breathing for five oh. minutes.
1: <laughs> I don't even like pictures of yourself body. sleeping, yeah. is terrifying. Oh, I oh hate yeah, the that is weird. Of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: No, uh, it's not. It wasn't mandated, but it's it's uh, let's say good practice uh, that she my doctor suggested. So I'll talk more about it next week. But it wasn't like you have to be in bed by 10 or else I'll come and find you. Yeah. Well, good luck. I'm pulling for you. At least one person is. Don't do me any favors. (laughs) That's Uh, that's 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 a real inside joke.
2: Still, you know, like you texting me the other day and you're like oh i appreciate that you still listen well i listen because you guys are my friends and i care
0: about what's going on in your life even if we can't Aww, always shucks. get together and talk about it one Aww. day one day yeah. i miss bad. all those things i miss gaming i miss bowling we not that yeah. long ago along with the D thing
1: without the three pitchers of pbr let's not do that mm, one again yeah but that's true I miss
0: on my feet
1: <laughs> i mean in your leg
0: I can chop them off at your house if you want.
2: <laughs> is, okay, is this terrible? But, like, I actually said to Katie one time, because I'm trying to walk more and get more exercise, I was like, do you think Lucas would be annoyed if I offered to take his dog for a walk?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you will try. He's it is like, not a I'm great just experience. i assume he
1: hasn't done it, so, I mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has been a while. Well, wow. it's winter. Winter's hard. Winter is hard. Winter is coming. Uh, well, I really um, appreciate
2: you guys having me on the show tonight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Plug, uh, do one more plug. Where, where can people find all, uh, all the things they're doing?
2: I uh, think find me on truemythmedia.com. If you search uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you'll find, uh, search for True Myth Media, um where the little pink and... Uh, Blue Dragon thing, uh, you know that's how you know it's us. And yeah, that comes out every Friday for the next ten weeks, and then I'll probably take a few weeks break and then come back for another ten episodes. It's kind of what I'm trying to do is okay, I kind of strike a balance between feeling like I have to do it every week, but also being dependable enough that people feel like they can count on me to come in and listen. Sure. So yeah, um, that's that's the plan. Next week I'll be talking or this Friday uh, the episode that drops will be a conversation with me and my friend Jared, who used to work at family video with me. Um, And we're going to be talking about uh, the demise of the video rental giant family video sharing some of our family video stories, reminisce a little bit and maybe conjecture about the future of video and uh, what, what is coming for uh, if there is a future for it or not. Sure.
0: Nice. Awesome. I'm going to be yeah. on the show eventually too. Right. That was,
2: yeah. I, uh, we just haven't scheduled it yet. Yeah. I have your name in my planning document. Oh, <laughs> Sexy. So, so there's a 50% chance it'll happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I put the name down. We're pretty much there already. No, I, I knew. We, yeah. So we didn't get the specifics nailed down, but uh, yeah, I'll come over and talk, talk shop with you. Yeah, well, I w- I had to make sure that I was actually going to end up on the
2: show first. You know, like, we've talked about it before, and then one or more actually of us, like it just didn't work out or It's whatever. funny you so, say yeah.
0: that because I thought I almost wasn't going to be able to do the show tonight for legitimate um, reasons. So yeah. actually, when when I was waiting in the um in the chat room
2: for you guys to show up. That is what I was thinking. The whole i was like, oh man, of course tonight's the night. That Something Jason comes up. And,
1: and,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, this is my time to shine, and now this is I'm what happens. This is what happens to us. It's just that's the have nice things. It's the eternal struggle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we can't have nice things. That's why we have flux opposed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: It's a new tagline.
2: I put that on a shirt, but I don't make shirts, so. Ah. Uh, I'd put that on a shirt, but I'd be the only one who wore it. That's true.
1: Hey. That's- <laughs> Cody. Well, with that, <laughs> I'm gonna say thanks to Mike from the show. And thanks to all our patrons, and a special thanks to our Arbiters and Austin, Dan Anthony, <laughs> Josh Brown, Tyler Allen, Tom Servo, Takeda Grouchy Surge, and Matt Knight. Our executives excellence, Edwin Callow and Josh Barboni, and please baha before that crusader of the Legion, Devin Tias. We thank you all for your support please check out us on Patreon, slash, excuse me, that's backwards, patreon.com slash Flexipose for details on how you can help support the show. And as always, we have to play ourselves with an overclock remix. Lucas, I didn't select anything in advance. What's we'll striking your fancy? There's an Undertale on one, and I'm always Ugh. down for
0: some Undertale. Fine. Okay, <laughs> Pokemon Diamond. Let's because do the Metroid every, one. Let's do the Metroid everything one.
1: Everything from Undertale is like, well, we gotta play Megalomania.
0: Uh fine, Metroid. Let's just do Metroid. We can fade it out if we don't like it.
1: Just oh, like no. this show.
0: <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> Play this out tonight, then, is a remix from Metroid by Gaspode. It's called Vast Infinites or Vast Infinities, rather. I can't read. I'm tired. Uh of course this is uh arranges the music of one song, Crades Chamber oh, yeah. from Metroid. Metroid, of course, released nineteen eighty-six, all the way back nineteen eighty-six on the Nintendo Entertainment System by Nintendo, of course. Um. Yeah, I mean, like Lucas said, we don't like it. We're gonna fade it out. It's got to be better than Luker. So, wanna play that oh remix? We done with the show. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week so you can figure out why Lucas has to go to bed at a certain time. Good night, farewell. See ya. Whoop. Luker.